Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. How to budget for inflation. What can be done to lessen the impact of inflation on household budgets? And what is inflation and how to tell if it's affecting your budget? I have two articles in my show notes, pocketsense.com, budget inflation, and the other one from theadvisor.com, how account inflation your budget. What is inflation? Well, if you've gone to the gas station, you probably noticed the price of gasoline has gone up over the last two, three months, six months. It's, I think, up by over a dollar in the last six months, maybe even more, depending on the area where you live. And if maybe you've gone to the grocery store and noticed that if you're buying about the same stuff every week and you're paying a little bit more for it every week, that's a sign inflation is starting to kick in. That's how you tell. When you start paying for more for the same things you buy and you compare that to what you paid for last month, six months ago, or last year, and if you're paying more for the same items, that's a sure sign inflation is starting to kick in. So what do you do? How do you lessen the impact on inflation? Well, you can, one, buy less goods, cut back on what you're buying or paying for, or if you need certain items over time, you can buy in bulk, and you can buy when it's on sale. So you need to have the cash available to pay out the little extra this month in order to save some money in the future months. So how you do that? Well, you have to have a budget. You can also tell inflation is kicking in if you have a budget because you prior already seen it. Maybe you don't realize it, but if you notice things like your gasoline, your groceries, maybe your dining out, entertainment, if you're starting to pay more for that every month and you can go back and look at what your budget was three months ago, six months ago, and you're paying more for it today than you were then, that's probably a sure sign of inflation. Now, everybody's blaming COVID for everything, but that's not necessarily the cause of inflation. But what causes inflation is the simple economics, supply and demand. When the demand is much greater than the supply, then the price of those items is going to go up. What causes the demand to go up on those items? Well, could be because of COVID. Remember when COVID first started, everybody went to the grocery store and bought a bunch of toilet paper. So the supply of toilet paper was reduced for a period. If you could find it, it was probably not on sale. So re realistically, the price of it went up because if you cannot buy it on sale, you're paying more. Also, the government, when they're spending a lot of money like they have been for the last, oh no, 10 years, 
and they're buying things and that uses the same products or items, materials for things that you want to buy. And then that would cause a shortage of those items. And let's get a good example would be steel. If the government is buying things made out of steel and they're increasing what they're buying, then the steel supply is going to go down, which is going to cause the price of steel to go up. Then when that happens, the price of your appliances, washer and dryer, your refrigerator, anything made out of steel is going to go up in price. But it's, it's not always just one item. It's a multiple of things that happen throughout. Inflation runs somewhere around 2% for the last 10 years. But now we're going to see inflation like it was in the early 80s, 1980s, when inflation was really high. I remember when savings accounts were paying 16% interest because inflation was up so much. And mortgages on homes were around 12 to 15 percent because there was a shortage of money. So when the supply of money was down, the price went up. So you pay more in interest. My first home is a good example. My first home I bought, I got a deal on an interest rate at 12 and a quarter percent, which is nine to 10 percent higher than what it is today. Is that going to happen again? I don't know. I can't predict the future, but most likely mortgage rates are going to start going up. So another way you can fight back on inflation is have a fixed rate mortgage, meaning that your interest rate is the same throughout the life of the loan. The only downsides to that would be that if you try to refinance to get more cash out of your home, you're most likely going to pay more in interest. If you try to get a line of credit against your home, most likely the interest rate is going to be much higher. So beware. What can you do to offset that? Well, you can change the products you're buying and buy a non-name brand product, for instance and pay a little bit less. If you go to the grocery store, maybe you can buy some uh, chain products such as Kroger, Giant Eagle, whichever grocery store you go to, they have their own line of products. If you like the taste of those items, then you can save money by buying the grocery store brand name instead of a regular brand name. Only do it if it's a good product and you like to taste. You can also buy in bulk. When the items go on sale, you buy more of it and you stock up. If, if you have the space to stock up, you can stock up on those items so that you can put off buying them in the future months as the prices is going up. It's just a delay in it, but it could help you with your budget you can also my simple method of doing a budget is and i'm going to cover this later on in this episode you need to update your budget dollar amounts on a regular basis that way you will all be accounting for the increase in your costs 
If you know something's going to go up, increase that in your budget. For example, natural gas to heat my home. It's supposed to double in this next winter. So I increase my budget for it. So to account for that, so that I know in advance that that money will be there and I know it's going to be going out. He can also look at what the inflation rate is once a year maybe and you can then go through and update your budget amount by whatever the inflation rate is for that particular year, what they're projecting it to be. And that's only going to be a guesstimate. By using my simple budget, you can update it month in and month out and it'll be a gradual increase and then six, nine months from now, you can go back and look to see how much a category may have gone up. And then that is a sure sign we're in a inflationary period. If the banks start raising the interest rate on mortgages and loans, that's another good sign, meaning that they're short of money. Money is starting to become a little bit tight or harder to get. And they're going to increase the rate of interest that they're loaning the money on. Also, the rate of interest you're getting on your savings account should eventually increase also. If not, then you might want to consider looking for a high-yield savings account that's going to pay you more in interest. For those of you that already have a budget, you probably already know you can go back and look at last month, six months, a year ago on different categories to see how much the dollar amount has been going up. What can you do to offset offset that is look for items in your budget that you one, no longer using or two, you can do without. Or maybe come up with a alternative product that you can get at a cheaper cost. A good example would be cable TV. Maybe you have cable TV subscription and you're paying $150 a month. That's just an example. It could be more or less. And you can do away with that and get one or two streaming services and watch the same stuff. You got to do your homework and do some research, but you should be able to find streaming services for a whole lot less money than what you're paying for cable TV. Cell phone service, you might be able to change plans where you're getting a better plan, unlimited text, talk, and data for either the same amount or for a lesser amount, even if it's a lesser amount for three or six months because you change providers, you still that's still going to help your budget in the short term, but you need to be looking more for long-term solutions. So get rid of the stuff you no longer use, no longer need, or you can uh, call your providers, try to get a cheaper plan that does about the same thing you're paying now. And you should do that on a regular basis. Every couple of years, you should look for new providers on your cell phone because it's so competitive out there. You might be able to find the same type of service that you're used to today at a lesser price, even if it's 10 or $20 a month cheaper, 
that's 10 or $20 more a month you're going to have. Also, when inflation is kicking in and going up, you need to cut back on items that you're using, such as reduce the number of times you go out to dine. If you're going out twice a week, reduce it down to once a week. If your uh, gasoline is going up, which it probably is, then you need to consolidate your trips and just don't run to the store when you need one item. Make a plan, make a list, make one trip, and don't use your car as much and you save on gasoline. So use less of the things that you need. Try to get a better product, the same product for a better price by using store name brand products and buy in bulk and buy them bulk when the items are on sale. Use coupons to help you get a discount. And all these together will help you offset the effect of the inflation is having on your household budget. Next up, I'm going to be talking about how to do a simple budget. But if you have a computer and you have a spreadsheet on the computer, I have a budget template. I'd be more than willing to email to you. Go to my Facebook page, ReduceDebtIncreaseWealth.com. And that's all together, one big long word. There's a video there on how to use it. Send me an instant messenger with your email address and I'll send you the template. Then you can save it as, or you can open it up and then save it as budget 2021 for this year. And then you can open it up again next year and save it as budget 2022. And it's a full 12 months already set up in the different categories. And you can watch my video. It only shows one month, but it's the same thing for all the months. So it's fairly easy to use and help you get started. Now, how to do a simple budget. A sim- what I'm calling a simple budget is just basically you go through your check register. If you don't keep a check register, then you go to your on your bank account, your checking account online, and you just scroll through everything that you paid for out of that checking account. The first grouping you want to do is all your loans. List all your loans you're paying, the name, the due date, payment amount, and if it's a credit card, the minimum payment amount, and if it's a credit card, the rate of interest you're paying. Why you want to know the interest rate on credit cards is because you want to put them in order of the highest interest rate first so that you can pay them off, pay them down, and pay the least amount of interest as possible. That will help you free up your budget. Remember, you want to quit creating new debt and you want to maintain your savings. You want to maintain your emergency fund. Inflation can eat through your emergency fund and then you won't have anything. And then before you know it, you'll be creating new debt. The next grouping is what I refer to as fixed expense. So we got all our loans listed out and that includes student loans, payday loans, whatever loans. And then our fixed expenses is the items that you pay 
every month, no matter what, other than your your loans. So it'd be utilities, it'd be groceries, it'd be gasoline, it'd be maintenance on your auto, it'd be insurance on your auto. If you have a mortgage that has an escrow, your real estate taxes and your homeowner's insurance will be included in that escrow. So there's no need to account for those items. If it changes or like groceries and you buy, you pay for it more than one time a month, then you need to look at that month, add up all your groceries and figure an average. So you add them up six or seven times you paid for groceries and then you divide it by six or seven to come up with an average. Continue doing this. Look back for one month to start with, then look back to second month and look for new items that you paid for in that particular month. Go back a third month and look for any items that you paid for in that month that has not been paid in the previous two months. And that way you'll get a nice clean list of things that you're paying for on a regular basis. If you use a credit card to pay some of your monthly bills, you got to do the same thing. Go online to that credit card. Look for items that you pay for every month, no matter what that you're putting on that credit card. And those got to be included in that budget also. So it doesn't really matter how you're paying for it. It's just you are paying for it. So, you know, budget is simply put is the money in, money out. If it's not going out, then that's money that can be set aside into a savings account. So if you don't have an emergency fund, your goal would be to set up a savings account and get it up to $500. And then after you achieve $500, then build it up to a thousand. Once you achieve that, then you want three months worth of expenses, six months worth of expenses, nine months worth of expenses. So that if something bad would happen, whether you get sick or unemployed, you'd have the money available to pay your expenses to get by for a while until you can get back to work. That's a simple budget. There's not a whole lot to it, but it's important that you do. Why? Because if you don't have it, how do you know how much money is going to go out? How do you know when something's going to become due? If you can look forward and know, oh, I have auto bill insurance is due twice a year. I pay it every six months and it's coming up in two months. You can, now you would know it's coming up and you can have the money set aside to pay for it. Saving one twelfth of that or one sixth of that bill is easier to do than coming up with the full amount twice a year in that one particular month. It's going to take you some time. It will pay off in the long run and it's well worth doing. Earlier, I mentioned about credit cards when inflation's kicking in and that if you have less credit card debt, that's going to give you more cash to spend on the goods and services that are necessities. But one thing I neglected to mention 
is the credit card rate of interest is based on the federal prime rate. And then when the federal prime rate goes up, those credit card interest rates are going to go up. So maybe you're paying 17% interest on a credit card six months ago. Maybe tomorrow it might be 19%. So the, your cost of carrying that debt on a credit card is going to go up and it's going to go up faster when there's inflation. That's something you really need to be concerned about. You should really be in the mode of getting your credit cards paid off so that this rate of interest increase caused by inflation is not going to affect your budget as much as it can. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom and you can select write a review and leave your comments and you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback and I thank you for your time in doing so. Inflation is going to affect all of us. And the only thing we can do to help fight off inflation is to know what our budget is and to know how much money we have coming in, how much money we got going out. Do we really need to be paying for all those things that we're paying for? Can we cut back someplace? Can we cut back in multiple places? Maybe we can call our cell phone provider and get a better plan at a lesser price. Maybe we can do away with cable TV and stream our TV instead. Have one or two streaming services and cut out the cable TV that's probably costing you way more than $100 a month. There's things we all can do to offset the inflation effects that we know are coming. Whether we know they're coming or not, they're going to be coming. It's something that happens year in and year out. There's not much we can do about it. But if we can control our budget, stay out of debt, keep our debt under control so that we have more cash available to pay for things that we need instead of things we want, then we're going to have the money available without having to sacrifice a whole lot to maintain our lifestyle that we're used to. So whether or not you think there's going to be a problem, if you are proactive and plan ahead, you'll be much better off. If you want a budget template, go to ReduceDebtIncreaseWealth.com Facebook page. You can look at the video I created on how to use it. If you're interested in using it, go to Instant Messenger send me a note please send me your template and give me your email address i promise i'm not gonna spam you later on i'll just send you the template and you can use it to help create your budget